0: That you would make us vessels of honor unto you. Sanctify the meat for your use and prepared for every good work. Speak your word through me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We may take our seats in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Today we are going to conclude with our series on strategies for prayer. Amen. Amen. So we're going to conclude. How many are praying more? Yes. Or trying to pray more? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's very, very important to pray. Amen. So we're talking about strategies for prayer. And then we read from, let's read it again, our key text, Daniel 6.10. And when Daniel knew. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 6 and verse 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being open in his chamber towards Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees 3 times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Hallelujah. So we talked about the fact that prayer is very important. What's the first reason prayer is important. Number one, prayer is very important. We must know that. Prayer is important because we must realize that it is important. And if it's not important, we will not pray. Hallelujah. Because anything that is important to you, you would make an extra effort to do it. And this life, the way this life is, it's very difficult to find time to do things for God. It's very difficult to find time to pray. Sometimes even school, You have to do some work on Sundays, or they expect you to have these group meetings on Sundays. There's always something to prevent you from praying. So it has to be important, otherwise you will not pray. What do you think? Number two, no one is ever too busy, too blessed, or too successful to pray. If God has blessed you and you feel that, wow, I'm blessed, then look at what God is going to do later on. God has just begun. He has begun a good work in us and you will continue it until the day of Jesus Christ. There's a song like that. He who has begun a good work in you will... P- 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 uh, will, will who can say it clearly so I can hear? Uh, he who has begun a good work in you, he who began a good work in you will be, will be faithful to complete it. So he who has begun a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. But the thing is that We must know that there is a good work being done. And it will be completed eventually. Hallelujah. So the fact that you are blessed and successful is just the beginning. And what we need to do is to behave like David. The Bible says that David was promoted to become the the leader of uh, Saul's army. And he behaved himself wisely. Then he was promoted and he behaved himself even more wisely. And what does it mean to behave himself wisely? He was going in and out from amongst the people. He was relating with the people. He was humble. He was doing certain things. He was praying to God. He was always connected to God. He was, uh, you know, very, very uh, um, likable person. And because of that, God blessed him and promoted him. But some people, when they are promoted, they change. But David was still the same. And continue to do the same thing he did that led to the promotion and he became, he became more promoted. Or if that's a word you can use. So it means that don't stop doing what you did that got you the blessing. Number three. Prayer is the source of our power and protection. Literally. Prayer protects us from accidents, from so many things. You ask yourself, why is it that so many people have had tragedies, have had so many problems, but God has kept us? You hear of people dying, people having diagnosis, wrong diagnosis, so many things, whether young, whether old, the diagnosis, right? In the past, it used to be people in their 60s and 70s would be diagnosed with a cancer. Then it started reducing, and now even 20-year-olds are even getting brain tumors and so many crazy things. Babies are even getting cancers. So God must be acknowledged as the one who is keeping us, who is protecting us. What prevents my cells or your cells from damaging and replicating? What prevents a, a, a person's cells from... Not only damaging, but the damaged cell not dying and reproducing itself. A damaged cell reproducing itself instead of dying. Because the, da- the cells damage, but they die. But some escape that process and take off. What prevents that? It is God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Of course, the fact that it's God does not mean that we shouldn't eat well. We shouldn't do what we need to do. Amen. Number four, prayer is important in acquiring and sustaining the blessings of God. Amen? So, we read from Psalm 91. Let's look at Psalm 91, verse 14 14 in the NLT. Sorry, NESB. This is King James, but if you just... Go to N, and then A, and then S, and then B. That will be awesome. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise God. Because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high because he has known my name. And we talked about what it means to know his name. Number five, for prayer to be effective, it must be habitual. For my prayer and your prayer to be effective, it must be habitual. Imagine just praying twice a week or whenever there is a need. It's not going to be as strong as praying every day. Now, think about it. If you, there's something I learned in the past called prayer bomb. A prayer bomb bomb. Now, that is very powerful. Now, what is a prayer bomb? Now, take it that you have some... Glass on the floor, and you have maybe 100 gallons is a lot, right? So imagine 100 gallons of water, and you pour the water on the glass to try to get, get the glass out of the way. And you pour one gallon each, one gallon each, or yeah, so one gallon today, then tomorrow, another gallon versus taking the whole thing and. Pouring the whole thing on the glass. Which one will take the glass out? The the last one. So a prayer bomb, many times when we are praying, let's assume you are praying for your finances. Many times people pray, add it to their prayer. But when you look at the number of hours you have prayed for the finances over two, three months, you realize that maybe it's maybe two hours because you are praying about other things. But a prayer bomb is concentrating your prayer on one thing. So you spend hours, so imagine every day you are going to spend an hour on finances, and then five minutes on everything else, because God knows what we are asking for, he knows what we want anyway, before we ask. And you spend one hour a day, or two hours a day on a particular thing. So you write it down, every time you pray about it, you take it. Sometimes you can have two consecutive prayer bombs, maybe my finances and my health. So you take one, so you have to pray two hours. And you do it for maybe a month or two months. How many hours of prayer would you have prayed on that particular thing? It's similar to a huge bowl being poured all at once. Because it's concentrated prayer on a particular thing. It brings a lot of results. do put your hands together for the Lord. It brings a lot of results. So prayer is very important and it must be habitual. So anytime there's a major thing you are praying about, There is something that is very important. Try to write it down. Either in an Excel file or a sheet of paper. And then write the day I'm praying for my finances. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Otherwise, it won't work. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, week one, week two, week three. I prayed. So every week, I'm aiming to pray for maybe 10 hours. So week one, I pray for an hour. Sorry, day one, I pray for an hour. Day two, I somehow, I'm not able to pray. So zero. Day three, I pray for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. So if I really want to do this thing, by the end of the week, I must make it up to the 10 hours. You would see that the results will come with speed. Because you are praying about a particular thing over and over and over again. The Bible says, pray without ceasing. You can, use, you can say that pray without ceasing means pray without stopping prayer. Or pray without ceasing on what you are praying about. Pray and continue to pray till you get what you are looking for. Jesus said in Luke 18:1 to 8, that he spoke a parable unto this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Meaning that he spoke a parable to encourage them to always pray and never give up on prayer, or never give up on what they are praying about. There's a lady who used to be in my church in uh, uh, Minneapolis, and this lady was looking for something from God. And we will be together, and we will pray. She will lose, this was a baby, she will lose the baby first round, lost the baby. Then, we prayed again, lost the baby again. Then the third time, we said in Jesus' name, this one, we are walking in faith, the baby cannot be lost. No way. No way. So we prayed, and I said, "Final." now. Then she called and said that the, the doctor said this. I said, I don't hear it. Fine now. You see? Complete faith. The baby d- died also after the <laughs> faith. Then, anytime we are having conventions and miracle services, this person it's, it's, it's at the point, said there's no point in prayer. It's a waste of time. So I'll have to force her to come. <laughs> come. Pray for her. <laughs> because, at the, I mean, we've done all the faith. We've done all the prayer. It hasn't worked. What is happening? Why isn't God doing it for me? God is doing it for so many people. Just do it for me. Until when God, wait, so when God started it, it, it couldn't stop. You can put your hands together for the Lord. That's the thing about God. When God starts it, it can't stop. So you have to find a way to stop it. It also happened to another lady who over 10 years, nothing. Prayed, prayed, prayed. And then when God said yes, it started coming. And you have to prevent it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it has to be habitual. And, depend- and I'm talking about constant, regular prayer over and over and over again without giving up. If there is something you and I are looking for, don't give up. Don't give up. Continue to trust God. Because we serve the God of miracles. We serve the God who calls things which are not as though they were. And it comes to pass. Hallelujah. So it's very important. And we talked about the fact that habits, some say three weeks, some say 66 six days. It's better to use the 66 six days, hallelujah, to form a habit. So it means that every day decide that I'm going to pray for an hour a day at least, no matter what, and it will happen. When you've finished and you've mastered, you've formed a habit for one hour, then you say to yourself, I want to pray for one and a half hours a day. You set the standard. Then when you form the habit, then I want to pray for two hours a day. Then you set the standard. And don't say that, oh, I'm working. So because I'm working, because God expects us to still pray. Now, if you want to do more for God, then after that, you continue. After forming the habit, I want to do two and a half hours. I want to do three hours. It can keep going on and on and on. Why? Because you've mastered it. You've formed the habit, and it continues. But don't just jump straight to one and a half hours. If you are not doing twenty minutes, start with an hour. Master it. At least that's the that that, that is the base level. Some I when I was in 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 a new convert, I was in a meeting and I was told that it's important to pray for long hours. And I said ah, but. Is what the heart that matters. When you are praying to God and you are speaking to Him with your heart, it can even be more effective than someone who is praying for long hours. You can say that, that you, you, you can have a point there. But imagine you have a good heart and you are praying for long hours. So I, I asked that question, but I never asked the guy who was the the the, the my uh, the leader of the ministry. I just asked it in my mind. That look at what you are saying, but maybe my my two minutes or five minutes prayer is going to carry weight until I studied Jesus, studied the Bible, studied what Peter did on the rooftop, and I realized that it is important to pray for long periods. When you are speaking to someone you care about, you you speak to the person for a long time. Also, when you are in a war, remember uh, the prophet and, and, and the king shoot the arrow he shot it a few times. You are delivered from this battle. Now strike the bow on the ground. He struck it maybe a few times. And the man of God was angry. and said, why didn't you do it six times? Why didn't you do it seven times? You would have won the whole war. So there are battles and there are wars. You might be getting to the victory. Getting to the victory. And then you've ended the prayer. But one hour is standard for victory. Hallelujah. Imagine you are in a war and you just go and sh- just deal with a few enemies and then you finish thinking that I've, I've hit a few enemies. I'm seeing some breakthrough, so I don't need to continue fighting any longer. They will regroup and come after you. What do you think? I'm talking about in a real life situation. In, in the kingdom of God no one is coming after you. They will attempt to come after you but God is your rear guard. I said, God is our rear guard. Amen. So we need to pray. We need to pray. Then, the next important is that prayer must continue both in troubled times and in times of peace. There are some who love to pray only when things are not going well. When things are going well, Lord Jesus You are my Lord. Thank you for dying for me. I'll only remember it on Easter, Christmas, once in a while. But let me just let you know that you will not see me for a while. I am not going to pray to you much. I'll just pray to you maybe two minutes, once in a while, when I wake up. Oh, Jesus, I love you. Bless me. Give me this. Give me this. My My name is Jimmy. I can get all you can give me. That's what people say. Because things are going well, when things are not going well, and people start to say that, "Oh, I live on barely get along street off Gramble Alley," then Jesus, I've come, I'm back. Now, if it was you, you were the Lord, and someone was behaving that way, how will you feel? You, you, you will not take the person seriously. When the person comes, oh, this person is going to ask me for stuff. They don't really care about me. They don't care about me at all. All they care about is what I can give them. That's how God feels. That's how God feels. That's how God feels. Think about it. And God doesn't want us to feel that way. Or, and God doesn't want to feel that way. God wants to know that we love him. And even if we don't get anything from him, it's still good. Now, think about it. Did I say it right? I think I was distracted. Did, I, did you get that? Okay. Even if for me, even if God said, I am not going to give you anything again. I'm not going to, my hand is not going to be in your life ever again. I've done everything I can do. He's done the best he can ever do. Why? Because he sent Jesus to die for me. God sent Jesus. That, that, that's the greatest thing God could ever do. When you are reading about the love of God in the Bible, it is only or 95% or 99% about what Jesus did on the cross. What manner of love the Father had bestowed upon us that we should be called children of God. For God commended his love toward us in that whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. What manner of love? So, so how many are getting what I'm saying? But God is so good that it is not enough for him, for us, to just be there. He's so interested in every single detail about us. Every detail. Every time I cut my hair, he numbers it. Every time we cut our hair, he numbers it. He knows the number of hairs. He, he, he's that particular about you and I. He, he, we are so special to him that he, he knows every detail. The atoms, the cells, the RNA, the DNA, every single detail he knows. And he cares about us. He cares for us affectionately. That's why we must go boldly before the throne of grace to ask him for what we want, but to ask him with confidence and always in prayer. Always. And not only wait for when things are not well. Because think about it. When things are well, the devil is not sleeping. When things are going well, the devil is not sleeping. The devil is trying to find ways for things not to go well. So those who stop praying when things are going well will surely have to keep praying. Because the devil is waiting. Jesus was speaking to the apostles. And then... Peter said, Lord, I will die for you. I will do anything for you. Satan heard it and then went to God to ask permission because of the statements he made. It doesn't mean you shouldn't make statements like that, but be careful as you ask. When we speak, we must always be careful. So Jesus told Simon, 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 behold, Satan has desired to have you that he might sift you as wheat but I have prayed for you that your faith faileth not. So, Jesus was telling Simon Peter that Satan has desired to have him, to sift him as wheat, meaning destroy him. But Jesus said, I have prayed for you. Now, the prayer of Jesus was what led to uh, 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 it's not becoming worse for Peter after betraying Jesus. Peter betrayed Jesus. By, you know, it's, 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 I, I don't take it as betrayal like Judas. Peter denied Jesus. And you can say he betrayed him in a certain way. But not demonic like Judas. Judas could not have done what he did until Satan entered into him. Hallelujah. Satan enticed him when he, he had gotten the, 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 the sap from uh, uh, Jesus. Then Satan entered into him, and that gave him the power to do what he did. But Peter denied him because of fear. Hallelujah. But because Peter denied him, he eventually repented. That was the, I have prayed for you. So you can imagine if Jesus did not pray for Peter. He might have end, ended up like Judas, maybe. But what I want you to know about this particular scripture is, I have prayed for you that your faith faileth not. Satan is not looking after my house or your house. Satan is not looking for our health. Satan is not looking for anything from us but our faith. When Satan tried to destroy Job's life, it was Job's faith that Satan was after. Because if you look at the whole thing, Job said, look, Satan said, Job will curse you to your face. So the whole thing was about will Job curse me to my face or not. That that, that was the whole thing with Job. How many are getting what I'm saying? Now, with us, Satan is trying to get our faith. How will he try to get your faith? If you are out of work and there is no hope for you, you are sad, you don't know what to do, he's gotten your faith. If especially if you don't trust in God any longer. That a lady he almost got her faith. When she said there's no point in prayer, that is the part. that's what Satan is looking for. Satan is looking for a way for us to doubt God. Satan is looking for a way for us to give up on God and on prayer. So everything Satan does is a strategy to cause us to give up on our faith. So Jesus did not pray about anything that was going to happen with what Peter would do. Because Jesus knew Peter would deny him. He actually prophesied it. So Jesus knew Peter would deny him. Jesus knew so many things that would happen. happen. But he only prayed for Peter's faith. Because that was what Satan was after. So when you and I are constant in prayer, Satan cannot get our faith. I said Satan cannot get our faith when we are constant in prayer. So you and I must be people who pray both in good times and in troubled times. Some people feel that there's no... Let, let me relax in prayer. That you cannot relax in prayer. You're in a war. We are going to continue in the war till we are in the grave. That's, you, we, we are not going to stop praying if we are serious because we are in a war. Whether we like it or not, we are in a war. And in a war, you don't have a choice. Once you are a soldier... You cannot once you have the uniform. You can't say that I'm going to hide somewhere, or I'm, I'm going to be around. But I'm just going to tell them, look, I'm in peace. I'm in peace. Look, I don't want any problems. Just continue fighting. No, no. You are in a uniform, and our uniform is the banner of the Lord Jesus Christ. Once you are a Christian, we are a Christian. We are Christian soldiers. The Bible says, "As good soldiers of Christ, endure hardship." So a Christian is also a soldier. So when you are a soldier, you are already enlisted in the war. And in the war, there's a difference between enlisting the war and running away. You are in the war and there is nothing you can do about it. That's why we need to pray whether we like it or not. That's why if I'm getting to a point where I'm struggling to pray, I'll say, look, something needs to give way. Because I cannot stop praying because whether I like it or not, I'm in a war. I can put your hands together for the Lord. And many Christians, many pastors, many whatever it is who stop praying, stop reading their Bibles, they burn out. Because no more prayer. The source of the strength is gone. So they burn out. Then they start becoming down. And I mean, every wrong thing happens. Because prayer is gone. Because the devil is a wicked enemy. If the Bible calls him the great dragon. He is the great dragon, but only that you and I have authority over him. And all we need to do is to exercise our authority over the great dragon and he's nothing. He would rather flee from us. But we are in a war and the enemy we are fighting with hates us with every atom of his being. Satan hates us and wants to destroy us. Imagine the dem- the legion of demons in that man. You can see how wicked the devil is and how he hates mankind. This demoniac was cutting himself. The devil wants to harm us. Cutting himself and crying. So it means I don't want to do it, but I'm cutting myself. I'm living among the dead, and I cannot be controlled. I cannot be tamed. I don't know if you get what I mean. So you can see that Satan wants to destroy our lives. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So you and I must not give him any foothold. We must not give him any chance. That's why we must pray. We'll talk about the word another time, because the word is more important than prayer anyway. But we need the two. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 10. verse. 10. for though we walk in the flesh we do not war after the flesh so even though we are fighting, we are living a human life we are not fighting a human battle for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal the weapons of our warfare are not physical, are not human but are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So you see that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, are not physical, are not swords, physical swords, but they are spiritual swords. Who oh, glory to God. The, the, the weapons of our warfare, prayer and the word, will give you all the weapons of our warfare we need. Prayer and the Word. We must be people of prayer. We must pray because the enemy we are fighting with, he is not resting. I realize that angels are fast like lightning. Well, the Bible says it, they are fast like lightning. So a a demon or an angel or fallen angel can be in Africa and in no time here, but they cannot be in. Two different places at the same time. Solely God. But and they are fast. They can have many meetings in a few minutes. Very, very fast. And they are wicked. And they are not resting. If angels in heaven, the Bible says that the angels in heaven, they rest not, they do not rest day or night, but they cry. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth or the whole universe is full of his glory. They do not rest. So you can imagine. They are having meetings. They are scheming daily. Every hour, every minute, every second, they are scheming. They, 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 They actually have representatives that are assigned to us. But, of course, we also have guardian angels. I believe in that. Why do I say? why do I believe in it? Is it what we tell children and I, I took a nursery rhyme child thing and I took it to my adulthood? No. Jesus said, do not stop, forbid, do not forbid the little children to come to me from coming to me. No, don't let them, don't, don't stop them. Let them come. For their angels steadfastly behold the face of my father which is in heaven. They are angels. So it means that. If Jesus is saying that, you can get that verse. If Jesus is saying that the little children don't stop them from coming to me because they are little, the little children, their angels are constantly looking at the face of my Father which is in heaven. It means that I have an angel guarding me. You have, we all have angels guarding us. Oh, I thought you put your hands together for God. But we are not supposed to have anything to do with them, meaning that we are not supposed to come and say, my angel, do this, my angel, do that. Let me tell you why. Anytime you call an angel to come and do something for you, they are not permitted, so Satan will come. Hey, my angel, I want you to come and do this. The angel will stand because it's not permitted. So Satan will come and pretend to be the angel. That's why Jesus taught us and said, Do you not know that I, the creator, I will send my father, as my father, and he will send 12 legions of angels which would have destroyed the whole earth. Hallelujah. So, when we pray, we are strengthening our angels. I said, when we pray, we are strengthening... Oh, glory to God. That's when we are doing spiritual warfare. Matthew 19, 14. But Jesus says, suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. Next verse. No, look for the one that says, for their angels steadfastly behold... The the key is not the children. The key is the angels. (laughs) Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. How many are getting what I'm saying? Very, very important. So I want to encourage us. Always, always be in prayer. Prayer. Take prayer as developing my relationship with God. And also take prayer as a necessity for your life. Yes. Jesus took it as a necessity. I have to pray. And then I told you guys about Ephesians chapter 6. Don't, don't worry. Don't tend to. Look for the angels one. I told you about Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10 to 18. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles, the tricks of the devil. Verse 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principle. Then it goes on. Then verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Hallelujah. And then Matthew 18, 10 says, take heed. You see, God has helped us with Google. Once you know a bit, I mean, this is like Bible study. I, I, when I'm doing my Bible study, I use Google too a lot. Why? Because if I just know a few words, when you type it in Google, it will give it a verse. So this is good for Bible study. Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you that in heaven there are angels. Do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. So they will go to God Okay, this is what's happening. God will tell them what to do. Remember, they are like lightning. God will discuss discussing our situation with them. So pray. When Daniel prayed, an angel was dispatched from heaven. Sent to Daniel to give him the answer. But the prince of Persia withstood him. That was in the old covenant. In the new covenant, there's no need for a new prince of Persia. We are actually in the throne room of grace. Who I said we are in the throne room of grace and we don't need any dispatch. We are there in God's presence and we are able to make our supplication and answers directly to him. Oh, you need to put your hands together for Jesus. Directly. When you (laughs) pray, you are entering into higher dimensions just by praying because God is dimensionless the more the dimensions the more complex it is when you and I are praying we are actually going into the throne room of grace to get solutions and answers before they happen on earth things are manifested and established in the spiritual before they are manifested in the physical meaning that decisions are made about you and I in heaven before they actually take place didn't we see Job, the decision was made about Job. And then after that, the problem started. When God is going to bless, the decision is made in heaven before it comes. So when you see that you are blessed and you are established and God is blessing you, it means that in heaven they've already declared. God has said that. Boris is blessed. He's, he's set for life. He's going to be rich. Full stop but we don't know on earth what's happening. All we know is that, wow, 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 millions. I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. So let's pray and continue to pray in both troubled times and in times of peace. And there are also some who, when there are troubles, it weakens them so much that they cannot pray. Two things about that. One, if you've been someone who prays a lot and you are in trouble and you cannot pray, the prayer you've prayed in the past will carry you in the times of trouble. I thought you put your hands together for the Lord. Until you are able to regain your strength to continue to pray. But it's always important to pray both in good times and in difficult times. Hallelujah. Next, every leader or nation needs prayer. So every nation needs lots of prayer and prayerful people. What do I mean by that? Every leader needs prayer, your boss is to pray for your boss. When you pray for your boss, it will help you to live a good and peaceable life. Let's look at... Um, Tim, uh, let me get this verse. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. Hallelujah, to Jesus. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. We'll learn about all these different types of prayer later. For kings and for all that are in authority. Why? That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Verse 3, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. Another verse which shows that Jesus is God. Hallelujah. If you are learning about the the divinity of Christ, this is the saying, God, our Savior. And Heavenly Father has never been our Savior in that sense. It's been Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But verse 2, that we may lead a what? quiet, a peace, a, we, may, we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. So imagine you are praying for your boss. You are, you are praying for your boss, of course, to be saved, and you are praying for your boss to, that you have favor with your boss. Imagine, yes it your teacher, because the t- teachers, depending on their mood, their marking, they'll mark you down or up depending on your their mood. <laughs> sometimes they feel liberal they, 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 they just want to be liberal at the point or they might be rushing let me just mark okay, I see, this, I see this 100, 100, 100, 100, mark you if they are in a bad mood they've had a quarrel with their spouse they can mark you down that's why you and I need to pray for them so that when they see your paper they are happy at that time Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. Also, for the nation or the areas. Why? Because certain principalities govern certain regions. So you see that certain parts of the world are prone to certain problems. For example, Africa has a general problem in Africa. There's a principality and then sub-principalities depending on what is going on in that region. Then you have the West, which is West, the principalities in the West, America, all uh, the West is West. Even though they say Africa is the dark continent, the the the, the spirits are st- the struggle in Africa. <laughs> How can you survive when they blah, 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 pray every time there are prayer meetings, the spirits are weak? Versus, we don't believe there's a God. We believe that th- there is this. We believe then the demons are comfortable and are able to do what they want to do. So you, but, but principalities govern certain regions. Certain regions, you realize like that there is famine. Certain regions, you realize that there is a lot of immorality. Certain regions, there's a lot of murder depending on the principality. Now, when you read Ezekiel, no time to go into it, but you see that it was talking about the king of Tyre or the prince of Tyre, which was a literal human king. But there was also the king of Tyre, which was the principality or, of course, he was talking about Lucifer. But the one who was overseeing or controlling the king, the human king. So what happens is that the principalities in a certain area control what happens in that area. Does that make sense? So what I'm drawing my principalities, fallen angels that have decided that I'm going to take dominion and control over certain regions. So they've agreed amongst themselves that we are going to form leaders who are going to control certain regions of the world, certain cities, certain areas, and we are going to influence our, our judgment on them or we are going to control them and then we will have powers under us who will exert the influence and the powers of other people the powers to make the people do what they want to do. So you see a lot of immorality here, a lot of murder, a lot of... So that, 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 that's what happens. The principalities. That's why we are wrestling, not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. How many are against what I'm saying? So the, the principalities, if that is the case, you will see clearly that in the book of Daniel, what happened? The principality of uh, 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 the principality of the, the, the Persian, the prince of Persia, was the principality of Persia. Who was trying to stop Daniel's prayer because Daniel's prayer was connected to the restoration of Israel. Hallelujah! So Daniel's prayer was stopped because the prince of Persia was trying to prevent something from happening, and trying to establish the Persian Empire. So as soon as that whole fight ended, then the Persians came over. Then, Michael, the chief prince, we all know the story, Michael, the chief prince, came to fight and to deliver the, uh, the angel from the prince of Persia. Then what did Daniel say? The Grecian prince is coming. I must go and deal with it. Now, after the Persian Empire, the next empire in the world was the Greek Empire by Alexander the Great. So the principality came just before the empire took over. So Alexander the Great, he's called the Great because he did a lot of great things. But it was not him, but the principality, it was all spiritual. But God allowed it. Why did God allow Alexander the Great to conquer the Persians who were great the Persian Cyrus, those people were Darius. Di- they were so great that the, the, the Europeans never conquered them until Alexander the Great came. And he conquered almost the whole world and at India, he had to return. The elephants were too wild for them. So he had to return. Now, when he conquered the Persian Empire and conquered almost the whole world, the principality had already come. But God allowed it. Why did God allow it? God allowed it because Alexander the Great made sure that the Hellenistic culture was around the whole world and most people can speak Greek. Now, why was that significant? That was significant because if there was no known language that everyone could speak, how would the gospel spread? The New Testament was spread in Greek. Oh, you put your hands together for Jesus. So yes, there was a prince of Persia There was the Grecian prince, but God knew what he was doing. God God allows certain things for our good. For we know that all things work together for our good. To them that love God. So God might allow the devil to do certain things like the crucifixion. But it is all for our good. Oh, if the princes of this world had known that crucifying Jesus Christ would cause the salvation of man and would cause the keys of death and hell to be taken, he would not have done it. So you and I must see that there are so many spiritual things that are out there that are are, are, are happening in, 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 in in the galaxies. And we need to do our part by praying. We need to do our part because there are intergalactic battles that occur when we pray. Galactic, intergalactic, because the second heavens are in the galaxies and the angels, intergalactic battles. You don't need a spaceship to do the intergalactic battles. Just pray and intergalactic battles are happening. Oh, I tell you, I said they are happening. They are happening. They are happening. So let's pray for our leaders so that the influence of the devil against them Or the devil trying to use them will not affect us. Let me give you Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. Use NLT for this. Verse 2 will explain clearly what I'm talking about. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, NLT. Once you were dead, doomed forever because of your many sins, you used to live just like the rest of the world full of sin, obeying Satan, the mighty prince. The Bible is calling him mighty prince. Of the power of the air, he is the spirit at work in the heart of those who refuse to obey God. He is the spirit at work in the unbeliever. So it means that Satan is able to influence the unbeliever against people. He is the spirit at work. Oh, did you get that? So I need to pray against it so that Satan will not influence the doctor. He will not influence the lawyer. He will not influence the bank manager. He will not influence my boss. He will not influence anyone who has to see my application. Because he is the spirit at work in the hearts. Look at it in King James. It says, in the heart of the children of disobedience. Ephesians 2, 2, please. Yeah. He's he's the spirit that is at work. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Christian life is free. But prices need to be paid. Jesus paid the ultimate price. And the ultimate price was for our salvation. We don't need to pay any price for our salvation. If you are left behind, that's a whole different story that we can discuss when I'm preaching on the 21 reasons why you must not be left behind. That one, we, yeah. Hey! 21 reasons! It, it is horror! 21 reasons! It, 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 it's a prophetic message. It took, is it four or five weeks, a month I preached it? Because it, it, the book of Daniel, the book of Revelation explains the book of Daniel, book of Revelation and joins them together. 21 reasons why you must not be left behind. So, you and I, we are heaven bound. We are people who are serving God know God, and we must commit ourselves and make sure that we pray. I said, what? Make sure that we pray. Make sure that we pray. Because that is the hope we have. What do you think? And then finally, I've already talked about the fact that it's important to pray for long periods of time. Noun. someone might say, I don't know what to pray about. It's a lot. It's a lot of things to say to God in an hour. What can I tell God in an hour? When I finish with, I'm I'm not going to go into it in detail. Uh, Five minutes, I'm hoping. When I finish with it, one hour will be short. So you have to cut the time. You want to bet? Of course. What I mean is that, do you believe it? The Lord's Prayer Formula. Okay. The Lord, uh, 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 our Father. You see, Jesus the the Apostles asked, Lord, teach us how to pray. Jesus said, pray in this manner. Pray in this manner does not always necessarily mean pray this prayer. Because the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name is not in it. But I can still pray it. It work once I add the name of Jesus. But it was not intended to just be our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, blah blah blah. Amen. You can do it like that. Say Amen. Angels are clapping. Everybody's happy. But that's not the intention. Hey, what is the intention? Our Father. Uh, Matthew 6, 9 to 13. Which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You start your prayer with blessing God and magnifying him and worshiping him. Oh God, I bless you. I thank you. You are God. Thank you for being so good. You are wonderful. You are awesome. Please keep it. Yes. Keep it. Yes. Thank you. You are wonderful. Hallowed be thy name. I worship you. I glorify your name. Lord, you are holy. I mean, you say everything you feel genuinely from your heart. That will take some time. Then... What is the next thing? So after praying that, this is what Jesus meant. Then you give thanks. Then you pray for God's kingdom to come. What does it mean? You pray for the church. So you actually pray, Lord, I pray for CRIC. I pray that you bless the church. I pray that you bless any church that you know that you, you want to pray for, that you are led to pray for. I pray for it, but of course you, you are here, so you pray for here too strong. I pray for, <laughs> for CRIC. I pray that you bless this church. What, you pray for the church. You pray for me, the pastor also. Hallelujah. You pray that God bless the pastor, give him wh- whatever. Then after that, you pray for God's will to be done. Now when you are praying for God's will to be done, you are praying, God, let your will be done in my life. Not what I will, but be cautious as you pray that prayer because you might have heartaches with that prayer. But it is going to wind up good. Why heartaches? Maybe you are making the wrong move and you want this job or you want this relationship or you want this whatever so much. And you are desperate for it, but you've prayed for God's will to be done. And God knows that there will be danger in a few years. So you won't get it. But you'll be sad. you cry, God, how could you? How could you? But God is just quiet because he would t- disclose everything in the future. So pray for God's will. Lord, let your will be done in my life. Let your will be done in my family's life. Lord, not my will. So you can see that you are praying about God's will. You talk to him about particular aspects of your life. Lord, my school. Oh, Lord, my work. Oh, Lord, I'm, I, I, I want to marry... Whatever it is, you go into detail. That will take time. Then, after God lets your will be done, there are two there, and you're still in verse 9. <laughs> go to verse 11. And uh, give us this day our daily bread. Then you pray for your needs. Lord, my needs. And our needs, you list them. You pray about them. You talk to God about it. You discuss it with God. God, you told me that this will happen in your word. You said it in this. Why, why Lord? It's good to ask him, Lord, why? Why are you doing this? You know, I, I know you can do it easily. So do it for us now. I talked to him that way. Lord, you, you, you said in your word, what's going on? Please do it for me. Do it for him. Do it for her. You said it. It's in your your word. You told us to prove you. You told us to remind you of your word. You said, bring me, bring my word to my remembrance. I'm doing it. Do it for us. You talk to him about it. And then pray for forgiveness. As you forgive. So before you even pray for forgiveness, Lord, give me the grace to forgive Cousin Joe. Give me the grace to forgive and then try Pray to forgive because Jesus gave the condition of we being forgiven. The condition is that we forgive. So, pray for God's grace to forgive who you need to forgive whilst you are praying for forgiveness or before you pray for forgiveness. And then, lead us in, not into temptation. Now, this word temptation here is not only temptation to sin, but it is lead us, this the the exact word, lead us not into trials or difficulties that will cause us to stumble. So, lead us not into temptations, which also includes the temptation to sin. Lord, lead us not into temptation. Lord, do not give me something that I cannot bear. Your word says that you are faithful and you will not suffer me to be tempted above what I am able. But with every temptation, you would also give me a way of escape so that I'll be able to bear it. Lord, I'm standing on your word. And when you are going through a difficult, sinful, you know, it's like, I lie too much. I do this too much. Or I'm going through this sinful thing. Lord, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. I don't know how to do it myself, but I need your help. Help me, Jesus. I need your help. Because it can be hidden from anyone, but David said, I will not hide my iniquities from you. I will not do well. So be bare. Lord, I've realized I'm a jealous person, or I realize that I, I'm a liar. I realize that I lie at will. When I'm speaking, a lie comes before I can think about it. There are some people, when when they are speaking, they lie before they realize, oh, I've lied. Pray about it. And then pray that God delivers you from evil. Other versions say, deliver me from the evil one. Deliver me from evil. So pray against evil. Pray against accidents. Pray against any evil that can come against you. Jesus said, pray about it. Then after that, you thank him. Thank him. God, I thank you. I thank you for answered prayer. I thank you for everything you have done for me. And thank you for answering my prayers. And then worship him for it and then say in Jesus' name, amen. This will, this will not take 10, 20 minutes. It will take a long time. Do you agree? Yeah? You, if, if you only have an hour, you have to shorten it, and then you pray certain other aspects the next day. Hallelujah. Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, these are part A of strategies for prayer. Part B will be, Another season. Hallelujah. So I pray that we would take these strategies, use them well, and God will bless us. Shall we stand to our feet and give God the praise? Oh, hallelujah. Strategies for prayer. The Lord's Prayer Formula. The Lord's Prayer Formula the Lord's Prayer Formula. Oh, yes. Jesus, we bless you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Wonderful Jesus. Lord, oh, just speak to him. Ask him to give you the heart that prays. Help us to be prayerful. The heart that wants to spend time with him. To honor him. To, spend to glorify Lord. him. in the name of
1: Jesus. to be prayerful, Lord. To spend long hours
0: Long hours in prayer. Time with you. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. This a reality in our lives. You are all we want. You are all we have ever
1: needed. Help us to know you are here.
0: God, help us to know you are near. Help us, give us the spirit of prayer, the heart to pray, the confidence to pray in the name of Jesus. May we be people who know our God and do exploits because of knowing you and prayer in the name of Jesus. Whilst we are Praying, if you are here or you are watching, and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you know in your heart that you are far away from God, but you want Jesus Christ to save you, then I want you to repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess, I confess. that Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord I believe I believe that he died on the cross for my sins That he died on the cross for my sins I believe I believe that his blood was shed for my sins That his blood was shed for my sins Lord Jesus Lord Jesus Please come into my heart Please come into my heart Please come into my life Please
1: come into my life
0: Forgive me Forgive me for all, my sins. for all my sins. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. From all, From all unrighteousness. From today. From today. I belong to Jesus Christ. I to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Father God, we thank you for those who have given their lives to you lord jesus in jesus name amen amen we may take our seats i want to encourage us to listen to last tuesday's message anyone who is saved must well it's not like if you are not baptized you won't go to heaven but it's a requirement so we are going to be baptized one person has given their names for baptism anyone who wants to be baptized should give their names to Sister Emma. Hallelujah. Now, I, my grandfather was a Presbyterian minister. He baptized me as a baby. Praise God. I appreciate that very much. But I use Acts which says they believed and were baptized. Immersion. Immersion. So anyone who wants to be baptized in water should give their names to Sister Emma. Very important. It's very important. Hallelujah. And anyone who wants the Holy Ghost baptism with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. I think you should listen to last Tuesday's message, Wednesday's message. I talked about tongues and all the proofs you can, well, not all, but enough proofs to show that tongues is for us today. If you don't speak in tongues, does that mean that God is angry with you? God will be pleased with you. Are you going to be angry with, can you, can you be angry with someone if you, they don't take your gift? No. You just miss out on what the gift will do. But you can be a good, there are many good Christians, better Christians than some of the tongue talkers who are heaven bound. But if you want the gift, I don't want to miss out on any gift that can give me an advantage. And tongues is an advantage. So if you want to also speak in other tongues, you can also give your name to Sister Emma. Hallelujah. And God will bless you. Okay, so let's, offering time. time so let's take out a good offering if you have your tie your first and best you can give it out and those on zoom god bless you those online god bless you you can also join us in the giving hallelujah if you want to give to the lord give to him and he will bless you I was talking to someone yesterday and we we're talking about the ministry of giving and how it opens doors the kind of doors god has opened for this person i was like wow if I, the people i know who give i don't mean just give to church but give to church give to help people i don't know people who give givers in general the doors that open are supernatural big big hallelujah some I, I used to confess it but I, I think there are some people who are close to being millionaires dollar millionaires all from just these things hallelujah when i knew them there were no businesses and now so many businesses and people are doing so well and some hallelujah literally so we, it will happen here also i used to see, i used to confess it all the time and people were like hey millionaires we are waiting i used to confess it all the time but it will happen. Where we'll have millionaires here. I see millionaires here. Dollar millionaires. Not CD or Naira or, no, no, no. Dollar. United States dollar millionaires. Jesus name. Jehovah Jireh.
1: Jehovah Jireh. My provider. His grace is
0: sufficient for
1: me. For me. For me.
0: Jehovah Jireh. My provider. His grace is sufficient for me. My God shall supply your my knees according to his riches and glory. He will give his angels charge over me. Jehovah Jireh cares for me, for me, for me. Jehovah Jireh cares for me. Father God, bless our tithe and our offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, before we take our seats... I want, we, we, we are going to have our crusade next, is it next week or so, at least, yes, I believe it's next week, hallelujah, the date, yes, hallelujah, it's is next week, so I want us to watch another clip of what God will do, do double of, <coughs> this clip we are watching, we are trusting God to do double of it, <coughs> why double, because the time is near and souls need to be won, here uh, in, in our previous crusade we had December almost 3,000, I think over 3,000 people gave their lives to Christ and they are established in different places and then it was much more in Rwanda and we are trusting God that right, to be more here, mm. hallelujah I don't remember the numbers but triple those numbers or quadruple, hallelujah but God will do a lot and salvation is the key Salvation is the key. When people are saved, it is a blessing. Amen. So let me, let me stop talking quickly. Our time is up. Let's just watch it. Hallelujah. Amen. <clears throat> so how many? Yeah, so pray for us as we go. Uh, we'll, we'll be gone um, for, for um, a, few, a couple of weeks to hear. Uh, to, to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Every time I'm traveling, it's not as if you're excited. You're excited to win the loss, but travel, is always travel. Hallelujah. But what Jesus said, we should travel. So we are traveling to spread the gospel. Amen. So I want to encourage us to, to pray and also to support, whatever you can do to support it. Hallelujah. That will be a blessing. Are we ready? Amen. So maybe whilst we are, we, 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 we're waiting, I want to encourage yeah, So those who want to be baptized, please give your name to uh, Sister Emma. Uh, and then Holy Ghost Baptism, with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Every place in Acts of the Apostles, literally, where you find people being saved, two requirements. Did they, were they baptized? Did they receive the Holy Ghost? It's very important. When you, so go on my YouTube and watch last Wednesdays. And that, that's if you want to know more about the tanks too. Not even if you want to. It's good to listen to it. I think it will help. Hallelujah. Very, very good. Are we good now? <clears throat> How many have watched it already? If we've watched it already, then because it's de- delayed. So long. Okay, let's watch it again. Cross to save
1: us from our sins this might be your last call one more chance it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter how sinful you are it doesn't matter if you are a drug addict. It doesn't matter if you are an alcoholic. It doesn't matter if you are a prostitute. And that Marilyn Magdalene was saved. Come to Jesus. Find your way here. Find your way here. We are just about to pray. I confess that you that Jesus Christ is Lord. Christ. I believe. That he died on the cross. For my sins. It has been ten years. She has been vomiting poison. She was we- she was bewitched, and someone stepped on her chest, so she couldn't move all this part. She raise the hand. Now shaka no 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 Hey, 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 a hey. hey, hey, hey. She could see blurry things on the other mountain, but as you prayed, she put her faith in Christ and pressed her hand on the stomach and on the eyes, and when she opened her eyes, she could see the people on the other mountain. Wow! And so that's an amazing miracle of God.